Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to this episode of Rockcast. I'm Emily Foreman, and today we have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo. We are here to talk about rock. And of course, that's one of our favorite subjects, but let's get up to speed on where we are and what's going on with the core team and the product. Fill us in, Nick. We have uh, had a lot of interesting action in the last couple of weeks. Our alpha testers and beta testers were awesome. They jumped in and we had super quick turnaround on these last two. Uh, we we patched a, a bug in 13, uh, a release of 13.5. It had to do with the checker background check. So if you weren't using checker, really didn't impact you. And we turned that around really quickly. And then the next, I think it was the next week, we found another bug that's been there since 13.4. And it had to do with ERA start dates, the estimated regular attender, and they were basically getting reset. So if, if you were an ERA, it was saying, as of today, you're an ERA. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, we were able to figure out how to retrieve what it was from a couple of different places, the history, and if that wasn't available, which most in most cases it was there from the history logs. Um, we were able to derive it from another spot. But in 13.6, then that bug is fixed and we repaired the data, which was, again, it was a challenge. When when I first asked the, the person who was working on it, I said, hey, what, do you have any ideas? And they <laughs> said, well, can we get a backup of their data? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, for, for every rock instance, no. <laughs> you want to write C sharp that automatically looks for a backup, restores it to another place, and then pulls it in. But it's just fun. You know, that was like the humor side. You have yes. to laugh when certain situations, and you know, it was all good. Then we, you know, got creative and we found a couple of different paths and we went down one. It wasn't perfect. We found a better path and he, he was he was the one who actually came up with the better idea. So it was all good in the end, but I really appreciate a bunch of uh, alpha testers and beta testers kind of stepping up and be, because again, it was a, such a small patch, we wanted to move as quickly as possible, but we do need somebody to test and uh, shout out to Leah. She, she actually helped us find a deficiency with the first go around on one of those fixes, so. Yeah, a, an incredible set of volunteers that have been helping out with that. I'm always so impressed by the responsiveness and uh, and excitement of that uh, team that helps us so much. I mean, it's a critical function. It, it, yeah, help is not even the right word. Like, I, I'm getting goosebumps because how if we didn't have that kind yes. of assistance for for these sorts of things where we're now looking at the shape of actual servers' data and and testing it there with their cooperation. You know, we we might have missed the mark, and that I, that just doesn't sit well with me. So, totally vital and essential to our community to have such a great team. But also shows how much harder it is when you have a distributed application. Like mm. if you work for a company and your company deploys it to one server, it's pretty easy to do whatever you want and restore yeah. backup and do that kind of thing. But when you have it at six hundred different you know, environments that you have no access to or control yes. over, which is a good thing. That's a selling point of rock. It is. That's, you know, from a privacy perspective, you know, A plus. Um, and it's much, much harder. And if you're a SaaS solution, well, you still have control over all that. You can still do a backup yourself behind yeah. the scenes. And they hopefully they all are. But it, and it also shows, now it's hard, but it's also, uh, I'm so appreciative of you, you, Nick, and the team who just doesn't, mind doing the hard thing and fixing these things quick and right and because there, there's always that debate it's like well can we just wait till the next release and it's like no we need to we need to fix this now we yeah. need to put in we could rest on the laurels and just say well you know bugs happen yeah. and they do but we have to elevate some of these and and just have a very responsive um you know posture 
Yeah, and I, I think that's the kind of exciting firefighter side of the job is when mm-hmm. we know we've got to go. Like, we can't let it go. And it's going to mean th- certain things are going to pile up on our task list, but we have to do it. Like, there's just no easy way around it. And that's okay. Take a deep breath and go for it. Jump right in there. Jump in. And you said something about environments. So somebody once suggested, well, can't we just do a backup before <laughs> before the update of Rock? I said, some of these systems are 100 gigabytes of data. Where where would we store that? It's just not possible. Right. Plus, it's Azure SQL. It's, it's all mm-hmm. SQL Server, regular SQL yeah. Server. Like, who knows? And I said, we, we did briefly debate that way back version one and we kind of ruled it out and i'm glad we did because now we'd be in a bind like as systems got mm-hmm. bigger and bigger we'd be like okay now what do we do we we would right. have problems that we shouldn't have have to worry about <laughs> and we'd have another area that we could have bugs in too <laughs> that's it, a good point <laughs> it did it did it did raise a question of should we be more vocal about when you click that update button have you backed up your data before you press update? Like we might want to amp that up at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten to version 13 without needing to, to you know, have mm-hmm. somebody sign in blood that they backed up their server. Yeah, and kind of to that point that you just mentioned, like, you know, remind people to back up. It's so important to back up. Please back up your, your stuff. But... Those backups really sometimes are not that helpful because what are you going to do? Restore over and lose all the data that's happened since, since. the backup? Right. And you can't really do that. So then you have to restore it to another database and, and literally do precise laser surgery to get the data over. So I'm not saying don't do it. And, and I'm not saying that you might not have to do that someday, but that's a level of complexity that most churches couldn't do without paying somebody. 100% agree. Uh, I view backups as the... In the moment, if we can't get this server fixed, we've got to be able to go back to the running version, the old version. That's how I always viewed backup. But usually don't need that if you've tested it in a staging environment. Like not, it's it's a yeah. rinse and repeat. So Yeah, when you have to use that backup, you're gonna have tears because oh, yeah. you have to do it. But it prevents you from jumping off a bridge because you don't have anything, you know. Yes. Do we need the suicide that, prevention hotline? Number? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, that uh, has hap- I've heard that has happened. That what someone had someone in environments have done things, not not through Rock, but through their their you know their uh, cloud providers, and they have lost it all. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. that right. Oh my gosh, that just hurts to think about. So shudder. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, we all make mistakes. Accidents happen. So. But be careful. Definitely. It's interesting as we talk through all of this, Nick, you were mentioning like we've got to put some things on the back burner. We've got to figure out an approach to this, connecting and collaborating with the developer, working on something. How are we going to approach it? It's probably a a majorly undersold life skill that creative problem solving becomes a huge component of what you do in the workforce once you've been inside your career track for a little while. Absolutely. I, I think that's the only person we want to even look at being on the team are creative <laughs> problem solvers. Everything's a problem that needs to be solved creatively. Yep. It's so interesting, the different approaches. So very cool team. And thank you again to the testers that have uh, been assisting with that, because it's one thing for our team to go, okay, put on the afterburners, we got to do this. And then to have the community support inside that is just really incredible. And we're very grateful for that. All right, John, tell us a little bit about what we've been working on lately. Oh, wow. Well, a lot. But the two major themes I would probably say that we're working on is, um, first off, Rx, like a lot of effort being put into that, presentations, and just the amazing amount of details that go into just all the things that you wouldn't think are things but are things. Um, So that's a huge, huge thing. And so the countdown is on if you haven't registered you need to register yes Um, please and if you're not considering coming you need to come like it'll change your your view of rock it'll it'll inspire you like and and i know there's 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 money involved in that and we can't downplay like that that's a thing but what you're going to get out of it what your organization is going to get out of it is is going to make that money look real cheap when you hear all the presentations and um 
you know, all the ideas that you're going to get, that is the cheapest force multiplier. Yes. It's, it's going to jumpstart what you're able to do. And you're going to be able to get stuff from those presentations Mm -hmm. that you don't have to do work. You can just, you know, get their takeaways and, and implement and then you have the relationships on top of that that are going to give you relationships with, you know, like churches that you can collaborate with for, you know, 365. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also going to give you something personally. It's, it's going to let you grow personally. Hopefully it recharges you spiritually a bit in, t- in terms of understanding the spiritual impact that you're having. So, again, I, I, I understand that there's budgets involved and I understand that it's hard. Um, but I would encourage you to to try to fight for that, um, not only for yourself, but also for the organization. I think you just need to, sometimes it's it's selling it in terms of the value that you're gonna get mm-hmm. that's important. So don't downplay that. So RX is a big thing, but also 14. 14 is coming very close. And so we're in that uh, kind of fit and finish stage. And uh, that's both very exciting and also very frustrating sometimes because you're like, you know, you get it to where you're going to start to do the fit and finish and you're like, oh, I can't wait to try this. And then you trip on something and then you trip on something, <laughs> you trip on something. And so we're constantly in there like, you know, polishing and sometimes the polish occasionally will break something else. And so it's it's that that stage It's is both very, very exciting and, and somewhat frustrating. Yeah. Um, but we're really proud of the team and what they've been able to accomplish with 14. Um there's just so much that we can't wait to share about it. And there's a lot of things that we've talked about and there's quite a few things that we haven't talked about that are in 14 and we're super excited about. So um, we're kind of in that stage right now, trying to knock out those last things. Um, And sometimes again, when you use it, you're like, oh, this is exactly right. And it's, this works exactly as it was supposed to. And then you realize, oops, but it's also supposed to do this. And you don't realize that till you're using it. It's like, oh, it has to have this other feature. Like it just won't even make sense without that other feature. But when you're in the design mode, you would never think that, Mm -hmm. but now you're actually using it the way it's supposed to. And you realize this is exactly right. But the first question everybody's going to have is, well, how do I see that? Like, um, you know, some of the personalization, for example, it's like, this is working exactly right. But my first question, when I made my first personalization, you know, filter kind of thing was what? It says there's like 14 people in who are in, they? in that in that criteria. <laughs> I got I have to know who those people are. Like, because didn't account for that. You know, part of it is like I got to validate that it's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think and everybody else is going to want to do that too, and they're going to be insanely curious. Yes, and it, it's not, and it wasn't the main point. The main point is now you can provide personalized content to those 14 people, but the curiosity of invalidation needs. Who's looked at the baptism page four times in the last two months? You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, who are they? <laughs> right. And again, I'm not sure what you're going to do with that information. I mean, you prob- probably some creative things, but it's just a natural tendency that you have to see that data. And we didn't, or I should say, I didn't think about that when you know we're doing the designs. But now that I'm using it, it's like this. This cannot go out without seeing this list. And part of it's like, well, you know, you probably could wait, but you know, everybody's first thing is going to be like, how did you forget that? Like, and it's like, yeah, I know in hindsight, it makes sense. But, you know, you're sitting in a, in a Figma with a white screen. It's not the first thing that comes to mind. Um, so there's a lot of that. And I'm sure that's, that sometimes can be a little bit frustrating for the team. It's like, oh, we were done and now we have to add that. And it's yeah, like, we're never done. Yeah. There's always more. Uh, so yeah, right. We're never done. <laughs> that's how I look at it. It's now. the best way to look at it. And there's probably a million other things that you know we could we could talk about that we are that we are working on that you know is exciting but you know probably you know don't have time to go into all that you know one other thing that I'll just kind of check the box on and we want to make sure that we publicize and communicate is uh, and that we are working on right now is that we're doing our 2022 pen test mm-hmm. so that's our penetration test that we do it's a security test um, where we go out and we hire people to come. Uh, from the outside, you know, like extreme experts to just say, okay, try to break it. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we do a lot of that ourselves, but w- the danger is if you do it yourself, you're testing it the way you know to test it. And they test it in weird, unholy ways. Yeah. And uh, that's good. They, yeah, they do things that 
we're like, how, how, how do we reproduce that? Yeah, sometimes you have to have special tools to yeah. reproduce it because you can't reproduce it in a normal environment with a normal browser. Mm-hmm. And, and that's good because the people who are going to be m- mischievous are not necessarily going to use the normal browser. They're going to use the tools that these guys use. Yeah. Um, I do want to say that the company we're using is amazing and came highly referred to us. Um, by somebody in the security industry who is amazingly well-known and amazingly connected and does amazing projects that keeps our world very safe. Um, Just a series of connections happened that we were able to talk to this person. And while they weren't able to help us directly because of, you know, you know, we're kind of small beans, they gave us a really good recommendation for a company and uh, we're real excited about, th- about them. So now we're excited about the, pen- the 2022 pen test. We're really excited that we have an organization that, you know, is going to get better because every year they're going to be mm-hmm. doing it with us. That said, they had some people who, who knew our, our f- framework type, like, you know, .NET hmm. web forms really well so that they came to this with a lot of understanding. Um, and I think the one thing that impressed them the most was like, they're like, holy cow, this thing is like very extensible. And it's, it's not like just this page does this. Like, like this is like a, like a huge framework. I, I think Rock impressed them. Um, and so I wanted to just communicate to you, you check the box. We did it um, for 2022. This year was a little bit more expensive because the caliber of this company is higher. Um, but, you know, we talked about it as a team and said it's worth it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh so check the box that it's done you can look um you know after a pen test we're always going to have a few things that we're going to be changing you can look for an update um nick i believe you said you wanted to update 13 12 and 11. right we'll do those m- major versions mm-hmm. so uh when you see that those security ones come out we like every time there's a security update we'd recommend that you update um, as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, we're excited that that's done too. That's, that always takes a lot of work because we have to handhold them because mm-hmm. they obviously don't understand a lot of things and they have a lot of questions. Um, and it's still ongoing, so we're not done done yet. Um, but I believe most of the testing's done and now we're in the like report write-up state. And, uh, but, but they've already reported anything that was uh, a larger issue. Mm-hmm. So, um, shouldn't be too bad for us to get that update. We just had to get through some, a couple other little things. Um, so that's exciting. That is exciting and nice that we have a good go forward contact relationship there. Yeah. That can only improve over time. Yeah. And it's just a level of professionalism that they brought to the project with their tools and even just the client client tools that we were using to discuss the stuff. Like they would send us some stuff that was, you know, how, how did, how to verify and test that they don't just send email to us like they put it through a special security you know portal and mm-hmm. it's it was mm-hmm. kind of neat to see that you know how they do it yep definitely worth the investment with this organization yeah mm-hmm. so one thing we're always talking about john is how we are making ministry personal i mean we're a relationship management system we're not a church management system some of the things you can do to personalize ministry are really complex right and so you can string features together in different ways and you can do some really incredible things in rock and it's awesome that you can use the extensibility um framework and the feature set together to make it very very personalized to your organization and people but some are super simple and so we always want to make sure we're highlighting some of the simplicity and, and what small things we can do right now quickly that will help bring some of that personalization to the forefront. Um, and, and you had brought up recently what one of those things was. Do you want to share that? Yeah. I mean, someone asked me recently, like, well, what are some ways that Rock can make ministry personal? And I almost like, couldn't answer the question because it's like, that's what pretty much what all rock is is it's all about personalization and it's why we call it a relationship management mm-hmm. system not not a church management system um but you know one small teeny tiny feature that that i think is greatly underutilized is the um, photos within rock mm-hmm. so you know most churches don't have a lot of photos and um i actually went and ran some queries across 
you know, churches that we work with. And, and that really is the case. Um, there's a few outliers. There's a few churches that do actually have um, a lot of photos. They, they tend, though, to be ones that have been on it the longest. Um, but there are features in Rock that, that you can just move to the front of the line in terms of who has the most photos. And you can, you know, do mass emails uh, to to your congregation. And there's a, there's a there's a block you can put on a page that makes it super easy for mm-hmm. anybody who gets that email to upload an image for every person in their family. And you might be thinking, well, you know, that's kind of like an awkward email to send. It's, and I've done it many, many times when I was at CCV. It's not like people love it. Like they get really excited by it. And you might think, well, it's just a photo. And I would probably want to challenge that and say, it's not like go to a Go to a, a person profile page with a photo and a person profile page with a photo. Wait, wait, one without and one with. Put them side by side and tell me which one you feel more connected to. Mm-hmm. As humans, we are so wired to to want to see faces. Like, it, I mean, there's, there's studies, you can read it. Like when you go to those records, it's so much more personal. Um, when I worked at CC, there's sometimes as the communication director before you came on, Emily, that I had to make really awkward calls. Like that was part of my job when like someone had a beef, like I had to call them. And, and when they had a photo, it changed my outlook. Mm. Like, I'm like, this is a person, like this person has concerns and they, they may or may not be valid or they may or may not be healthily the way they're, they're articulating them, but they're a person. And, and as I go about doing that, it just changes it. And having those photos is super important. And there, I know you probably have a million things on your plate and I know that you might or might not have to get approvals to do that kind of thing, but it's such a simple project and your staff will notice the difference. Mm-hmm. And, and that's ridiculously easy. I mean, the, the hardest thing is perhaps having to go get permission for, from somebody. Um, but if you, if you're kind of on the fence, whether you need permission, just do it. Like, I'm not a big person that says, you know, like ask for forgiveness, <laughs> but cause I, I prefer to stay within the boundaries, but that's something that impacts ministry. And, and I think you can write that. I think there's, it comes with a default email template too. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it says like, it does. you know, we want to make our ministry more personal. And one of the ways we can do that is, is to get photos, please up your, upload your photos. And again, most people get like they actually really like it. And there's tools too to kind of process through those photos to make sure that they're appropriate. And in in some cases too, like you can, it makes it easy to recrop them because sometimes it'll upload somebody from a distance and mm-hmm. it makes it easy to crop them. And I can tell you again from experience, I've never had one that came in that was inappropriate. There was some, what, some that were kind of weird, like some guy <laughs> holding a fish, you know? <laughs> so I just cropped. <laughs> Uh, but have we learned a lot about him? <laughs> yeah, and that was cool. I mean, at a certain point, it's like it is kind of cool because it tells you about his personality. Like, if you're gonna have a phone call with him, you're gonna probably gonna ask him like how, about his fishing. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I, I think I, I think I heard that you're a fisherman. Um, so, anyways, I know there's a thousand reasons you know that might go through your mind of like, are you gonna do this or not? But I would encourage you if if use the tool like. Mm-hmm increase your ministry and then if not for you but for all of your staff and, and and volunteers who have access to this it totally changes it um and so one of those simple tools but you know you know use it and people are used to uploading profile pictures all over the place all the time I'd, so it doesn't seem odd it's like i have to do it every time <clears throat> i see that my profile picture is just a you know the default i'm like uh so yeah and the benefits like you outlined are both internal for your staff i mean it is totally different to minister to a person than it is to minister to a concept of a person and externally as as more and more people are using rock for their web and mobile interactions having those profile pages where someone can see themselves and potentially their family members it's just a very different very personalized experience and we put that picture it's not just on the profile page it's everywhere right Mm -hmm. like you're doing connections anytime that person is like linked to something we try to show their picture mm-hmm. and um, that helps bring that connection, that personal connection. But it also, it actually helps with navigation too. Cause sometimes you're like, oh yeah, it's the one with the red background. Like your brain is is thinking that even though you're not, you're not consciously thinking about it, your brain is like, oh yeah, it was the one right below the, the dark yep. background one. Um, so just do it. Like 
Um, Don't skip that in your move toward personalization. Yeah, and it's not hard. Like, right. this is not a project. This is a task. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk a lot about that too. Like we all in our heads say, oh, that's a project. And it's like, no, it's a task. I can get this done before lunch if I wanted to, you know, or I could at least get it very far. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I would say too, like your first time you do it, don't send it to everybody in the database. Start with your staff people or, or, or uh, maybe a, a, a leadership team that's very small that you have a connection to, like 12 people, like test it. Like, did you have the page right? Did mm-hmm. the email go out right? Like, don't send it to 10,000 people on the first try. But, what, but then once you have tested it once or twice, send it to everybody. Who cares? Um, worst case, they tell you they're inactive and they cleaned up your data for you. Like, there you go. Like, also not bad. Yeah. I'm also shocked at how many... Um, and it's not like all of them, but there are quite a few churches that don't inactivate anybody. Um, if you look at their inactivation percentage of re- you know all records, it's they're it's kind of low. Like that's that's not necessarily helpful either. And you may have seen us sending out emails like this, right? Like we before our mm-hmm. master classes or before conferences, we do photo requests because we know that that's a, a great way to help connect people. Yeah, I think organically, as people start using websites that are rock powered, they tend to as a you know, connect and, and see their profile page, they tend to fill it out. That's why churches who have been on rock longer tend mm-hmm. to have those. But yeah, these tools are a jump start. Like move to the front of the line in terms of who's on the leaderboard for most pictures. Um and it's something as we work with clients, like we run that query and we suggest this now as part of mm-hmm. our suggestion su- suggestions is like, hey, it appears like you don't have a lot of photos. Like we can really help you with that. Yep. Or help yourself. Like you don't even you don't even really need us. No. And on the list of things that take time and money, this is one of the low hanging fruit options. Yeah. And I say you have to put a block on a page. I do believe it ship the rock ships with that page already there. Like and the route and every you know, like it's set up to be super simple. You could just do it right now. Um but if you want to polish it or something you could you know. But at the end of the day, just do it. Like don't worry like for perfection. Sometimes you just need to ship it. Right. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, you're talking. You're looking over at me, and I don't want to ship it until it's perfect. Well, I don't either. But <laughs> sometimes but, it's like, no, it's a product. We got it. Yeah. It works. Go. Like, yeah. We'll next time we do it because at CCV we would do it every like six months or something. And um, would you send them out to people who you are already had photos for as well to get I, an updated one? I or? think it's smart enough. It don't send. It won't send it out if we already have a photo. Okay. So you're not going to bother people that you might bother the person who's got the request twice, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, worst case hit delete. Um, But to me, it was actually insanely fun because I would hit, I would send that out and then I would just like watch the pictures come in. Yeah. And it's kind of, I just kind of keep that tab and just hit refresh. Cause again, why, why was it fun to me? Cause it's, these are people like Mm -hmm. you get to see people like these are the people who, who are impacted by what you do. And um, it was just so joyful to be able to see that. And those are the people that are on it. Like, they're doing it right away. So Yeah, sometimes it is surprising. Like, you send the email, so all of a sudden you have five. You're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sign those people up for a team. That's right. <laughs> are they serving? Like, and then they'll drip in. Like, you'll get one 60 days later. And it's like, okay. That was me. <laughs> so, and, you know, that kind of tail, like dovetails into something else we want to talk about, which is like some, we'd like to bring leadership conversations to. And, and I think this feature is, is somewhat of a leadership thing is like, are you going to step up to the plate to, to go to the next level, to go do the things that you don't have to do? Cause there's no one above you who's read the documentation, who knows of this feature, right? Like I imagine most of the senior pastors have not read our documentation and are not going to say, Hey, why aren't we using the photo tool? Um, and they're probably not listening to the podcast to get, you know, the inspiration behind it. But that's kind of where, you know, you come in. And, um, you know, I was fortunate to work at CCV with our senior pastor at the time, who the founding senior pastor who has since, you know, retired. Um, his this leadership um, talks and, and knowledge and wisdom was just off the chart. And one of the things I want to talk about today is is something that he would always talk about in terms of you know, evaluating on hiring, but also evaluating on on performance. And it started out being called the three C's and then it got moved to four C's because we added one or he added one. Um, And the first two are kind of like the easy ones. Um, 
character. Obviously, it's important that people have good character. Um, that's an easy one because it's kind of easy to determine if someone has good character or not. Like, it, it, you may not see it like they're in the interview, but within a month or two, you know. And it's easy to make that determination of whether they stay on staff or not based on that character. Like, you know, if you steal the copier, you're probably getting fired. <laughs> Another easy one is is chemistry. And I love the way he defined it. Chemistry as defined by when you drive into the parking lot in the morning and you see that person's car, what is your emotional reaction? Are you like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad they're here and I get to work with them? Or are you like, oh no, okay. Like we all in our careers have run across a couple people who are challenging for us. And it's not to say that they're bad or it's just our personalities don't mesh necessarily right. easily. But you know by you know the parking lot analogy whether they, they have good chemistry. Chemistry is pretty easy because you don't really make a lot of decisions based on chemistry. Um, you wouldn't fire someone because you didn't like them. Um, Maybe just a lunchtime seating chart. <laughs> yeah, you may not sit next to them at lunch, but you're not really going to fire them for that. Um, but it's also true the reverse. You you typically are not going to keep someone on staff if all they have, all they bring to the team is chemistry. Mm. If that's all they bring to the team, it's like. But that's a tough one because a lot of people on the team will go, "But we like them. Like we like them. Okay, but they." They didn't do their job and, um, you know, they had bad character or they had bad, you know, they couldn't do the job, which leads us to, to that, you know, we talk a lot about, which is competency. You got to be able to do the job. And the last one is capacity. You have to be able to like, um, do enough of the job. So we tend to talk a lot about competency, like within our team, you know, like grow, learn, do, you know, you know figure out new things because in the area that we're in technology, it's just, it's always going, always moving. If you're, if you've at the top and you stay still, you're now going backwards. Yeah. Um, but we did, we don't talk as much about capacity. We talk a little bit about capacity, but not as much. Um, but that's a topic that, you know, we're, we're starting, you know, to, to bring into some of the leadership, the conversations that we have more and more, and I think it's especially true in like, you know, startup cultures and cu cultures that are trying to, you know, take the city, you know, like, you know, our challenge at CCV was, you know, win the Valley for Christ and the, in the, um, Phoenix Valley is very big, you know, it's like four or 5 million people. So obviously we had a startup culture. We had a like move culture, momentum culture. And so capacity was super important. And when people when people come into that kind of culture, it you cannot explain it. Like people no. coming into our team, we cannot explain what we're like. And it's hard because you we talk, you know, one of the things I say is like we're trying to climb Everest. We're only about like, you know, a quarter of the way up. It's really hard. We're carrying big packs. We're climbing, we're climbing. We need people who can climb. And sometimes we even say in the interview, like, and and if you if you come on and you can't hold your weight and you can't climb with us, we're going to coach you. We're going to train you. We're going to give you time because we know day one, you're not going to be able to like run up the mountain. Um, we'll, we'll carry some of your weight for a bit, but at a certain point, there's going to be a day where if you don't want to do that, we're going to kindly leave you at the next friendly village. We're not going to like cut rope and, and, and kick you off the mountain. Like that would be <laughs> rude and not, not Christ-like, <clears throat> but we are going to find the next friendly village for you um, because capacity to us, you know, we only have two choices at that point. We need to lower the bar as a team, which means we need to defocus our mission and, and say, well, we're, we're just going to be slightly better than our competitors, which their bars aren't necessarily super high. And, and we believe that the church needs this um, at a level that we are currently not delivering at. Like, yeah, we're delivering maybe better than some of the com competition, but we still are underperforming for what the church needs to fulfill their mission um, to reach people for Christ. And we just won't lower that bar, and and that's okay. Like it's not a it's not a judgment call on people who who don't fit. Got they're uniquely and wonderfully made, and and but not everybody's uniquely and wonderfully made for the same thing, right? 
And as much as you can interview for that, and you need to, and we keep trying to up our game there, not everybody's going to like fit. Because you got what, like, you know, two to 12 hours with somebody, you can't determine if their career for the next 20 years is going to match this very difficult thing. And they can't determine that about the organization either. Right. Because you can say Everest and they don't know. If you've never been and climbed Everest, you don't know how hard it is. I've never climbed Everest. I don't know how hard it is. I have climbed other peaks like that were not Everest, but they were like serious peaks. And I was surprised at how hard it was. And I was surprised at how much exposure there is. And by exposure, I mean like you slip, you die. I think I talked about that in RX once about my my, uh, uncle Joe and, um, his differing opinion about when you needed a rope. And uh, <laughs> he told me, John, you may want a rope, but you don't need a rope. And uh, that was a differing of opinion, especially when I was like, I think 14 at the time. But anyways, like you don't know what you don't know and you can't, you cannot like describe it. It's not like, you know, if you want to know how hard, how, how much some, like being punched hurts, like it's pretty easy to, to, to describe that, and then you can actually show that pretty easily, right? Okay, well, now hold on, here it comes. Just a note, this is not in our interview process. No, we don't. Okay. We, yeah, there's no physical violence <laughs> in our organization. But how it's going to feel in, you know, in a, in a work pace, um, it's a little harder. But when the person comes in, it's about capacity. Mm-hmm. And, and so naturally, all of us, we can't join any organization or, or, any, or launch any challenge and be a professional at it and be perfect at it. So the picture is, um, you know, we have visuals for this and video, but that we show, but you're gonna have to picture with me, picture a little kid. He's probably uh, about three years old and he's on a pretty low diving board, you know, at home and he's shaking like a leaf. Like he is (laughs) a, and he's like, and dad's behind him saying, you know, encouraging him, mom's in the pool, arms up to catch, but shaking like a leaf and doesn't want to jump and just won't jump. I mean, there's, that's in all of us, like to a certain level, like some people are going to be like that and they're going to just, they're going to be like, can they're just, but they're going to do it anyways. Like they they will jump. Some people won't. And the difference is just courage and, you know, courage is an absence of fear. It's just, a, it's, it's basically saying my mission is more important than my fear and I'm willing to do it because I need to, uh, um, and so then pay, the, the cool thing is that we have, a, we have a video of the same boy not much later, probably it looks like he just looks the same age and the same, you know, wearing the same swimsuit. So it must be very similar, but he's on a ha- much higher board and he just walks off to the end and looks to make sure that everybody's looking at him. He's not, he's not stopping <laughs> because he's afraid, right? He's stopping because he wants to like, are we ready to see this? And then he jumps like, and it's like, yes, like, Go kid, right? That's awesome. And so the more you take the small things, you can move your way up. But the way, you know, we talk from our organization, and I think it's much the same in your organization, is like, that's great, kid. But the platform, you know, the 30-foot platform is right there. So keep going. You're not done yet. Like, congratulations, pat on the back, take the next one. And I think if you look to your career, you'll see that. It started for me, like in college, I knew I needed to, to do something about leadership. I'm, you know, very introverted. And there was a club called the Data Processing Management Association, which is like the nerdiest club name probably ever. And so I was in the club because I honestly, I wanted to put it on my resume. That's all the reason why I was there. And they said, hey, next, next meeting in a month, we're going to elect the new president because I'm, you know, graduating. And I, so be thinking if you guys all want to, anybody out there wants to do it, like, let us know. And I was like really troubled for 30 days thinking, I know I should raise my hand at that next meeting, but I don't want to. You know, I was like that kid for 30 days, like kind of like shaking. I didn't even want to think about it. Right. And I think a lot of people would probably would just say, well, I'm not doing it. So move on. Like, I don't have to think about it. But there was that thing in my head, like, dude, you need to do it. Like, and I can remember to this day, like, that meeting, I almost had to lift my other arm up because I didn't want to do it. But I just said, you know what, lift your arm and just figure it out as it goes. And maybe you won't even get elected. But I knew that was probably not the case because I don't think anybody else was going to raise their hand. And one other person did, but they were new. No one knew them. So so I got elected. And then I was like, well, that stinks. Um, (laughs) 
but it was I felt like that kid, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you know we can all like Nick, Emily, when we get up on the stage on on RX, that's not a natural place for us. That's not something like we're not looking forward necessarily to that event, right? I mean, we'll do it, like, but it's not as natural as maybe it appears, which I don't even know if it appears natural for me, but. And I don't know if people know, but I'll, I'll be transparent. In my life, there's two seasons. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, this sounds weird, but it, it's not. This is, this is a straight truth. There's a season probably from August to December, which I feel at peace because I know that RX is a long ways away. But in January, my life actually changes. If I'm in January and I'm planning, like, say, maybe a vacation in July, I'm like, oh my gosh, when that vacation comes, there's only going to be like a month or two left to RX. And that goes on for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Like everything in life is compared to how close it is to, to having to do the RX thing again. And it's not all the work about like, you know, ordering the t-shirts. Like, I mean, that that's just tasks. I don't, you know, it's work. It's not fun, but it, we, we do it. It's about having to like craft the messaging, get on the stage and then, you know, dance monkey dance that's kind of how (laughs) i feel sometimes (laughs) it's true the tasks are much simpler to um identify complete keep up with and that's great and we love the relationship building right right we love the connection with the people oh that's that's what we go for right but the uh getting up on stage thing like none of us right here are loving that Right, but we do it because we're so excited and passionate about the information we have to share, and we know how valuable it is. Well, we do it because the mission trumps the un- the uncomfortableness. Yes. Yeah. Because I, it could be at this point that, okay, well, luckily I don't have to do it anymore. I'll get someone else to do it. But and maybe that would be okay. But it, no, like I feel like the mission is so important. Yeah. Like the vision of where we need to go has to be done. And I don't say that to say, like, congratulate us for doing it. I'm saying, like, I hope it inspires you. Like, just do it. Like, put yourself in that in that situation. I, I have a term for it, too, called ride the log. I didn't grow up going on roller coasters. So, sorry, Splash Mountain to me when I was, like, in college was a big, uh, I'm not doing that. But I, you know, my wife was a little bit more into that. So I'm like, okay, well, all I have to do is get in line. All, and then all I have to do is get in the log. Once you're on the log, you have to go through that whole, like, you know, I'm not a big fan of that uh, sound of the song of the South kind of stuff. But once you're in that, you can't get off the log. Like, and I knew, like, oh, oh, it's coming, but, you know, ride the log, John. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, just ride the log. Now, Splash Mountain's nothing. Like, I'll, it's not called that anymore. I don't think, I think they're even doing it right now. But, but the first, four times I did it, it was a big thing. And it's like, but once you get in the log, just ride it. And that's mm-hmm. what I did when I was at, you know, <clears throat> the president of DPMA is like, you're riding the log. Every meeting was like torture, but you got better every time and, and you extended it every time. And so I would just encourage you like ride the log, but first you got to get into that mm-hmm. log. You got to raise your hand. You got to push your way in. Um, but if you keep your same capacity, you're robbing yourself and you're kind of robbing God's plan. I don't think God's plan is like, you need to do this job this way. But his plan is to, you need to do something and you need to grow and you need to get better. And you need to, you know, we are put here to actually kind of work like in the garden. Even we had, we had chores. Yep. We were supposed to, you know, kind of rule over that. And, and, and um, so I think you're robbing God's plan. If you're not increasing your capacity, if you're not going up a notch of diving boards, every so often. Um, and so maybe this photo thing is a, is a way to just say, I, I mean, I don't think it's putting out there too much. It might be that you have to get in front of leadership and improve it. And that might mean making, a, you know, two PowerPoint slides to show like what it is. And you might get shot down. That's okay. Um, that little boy, what's the worst that's going to happen to that little boy if he jumps off and belly flops? Temporary sting. Yeah, a smack yeah. and some sting, and but like, what do you do when you're a kid? You're like, you just get back on and you you do it. When I did martial arts, we had a rule in our dojo. Like the senseis had a rule that no matter what happened to you in sparring, you had to stand back up and spar again, like immediately. 
So if you got the wind knocked out of you, it didn't matter. You had like maybe a 10 seconds, but they're like, get up. No matter how bad it was, like stand up. And they would kind of get in your face about it if, if in the beginning, if you didn't know. And they didn't make you fight for another five minutes, but you had to at least have contact with, a, with another person. And then they would let you go. I even saw a guy who like seriously injured his knee like in a bad way, but they got him up that he had help and someone put their arm around him and held him up and they said, Hajime, which means start. And the other person went and touched him and they say, okay, but it's the point that mm. no matter what happens, you're getting back up. And I think that kind of goes like you belly flop, you get up. And Definitely. You know, I had a, a personal experience when I was 16. I just got my license. It wasn't too long after that. And I got in a car accident. And I remember my dad came down. I was a minor. I was by myself. They took me to the hospital. It was like this whole thing. I was fine, but it was a whole thing, right? And it, and it terrified me. And my dad, who's very typically quiet and reserved, was a little more pushy than usual. And he said, you're getting back in the car tomorrow and you're driving again. And I said, no, I'm never driving again. And he said, no, you're driving tomorrow. So he gave me the night to get over it. And then I had to get back in and start driving the next day. And later I looked back and I was like, that is the smartest thing, you know, that he did in that circumstance because I didn't have your world either gets smaller or larger depending on every choice you make. And sometimes choices don't feel like an active choice. It's like a passing of something. But when you pass those things, you are putting your own ceiling in place. And so often we limit ourselves in things by not being quite comfortable enough with something or, you know, not being ready, we said earlier, to ship something but until it's perfect. Imagine where Rock would be right now if we never shipped anything until it was perfect. <laughs> 0.1. Yeah. But one more thing. Right. Yeah. But even if on the RX example too, like well, RX started as like, you know, 60 people. And even before that, I mean, I had spoken at other conferences, but they were much, much smaller. So 30 people and 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you get to like, you know, go up slowly. Yeah. Like if someone said you had to go to talk to a group of like 50,000, that would be not a healthy next step for me. Right. right. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure that would be the right <laughs> step. Like that would be an unhealthy step. Right. So don't go swing. If you've not jumped off the small board, don't mm -hmm. go for the 30 meter board. Good point. Like, yeah, that's yeah, probably not right for you. Um, but you might jump up to, you could probably skip two levels um, if you're brave. And, you know, most of the speakers at our conference um, in all of the breakouts will tell you the same thing about themselves, right? Oh, so for sure. you're in really good company at the conference Everyone if that's that. your next step of growth, right? Well, sometimes I, it's, it's kind of fun to think like on that first night right before the conference, I'm like, there's so many people in this hotel that are not sleeping right now, <laughs> including me. And but it, there's, there's like a reassurance there that like, yeah, we're all the same. But all those people get up there, and why do they do it? Why mission? Yep. The 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 ability to, and I can guarantee you, there's it's not about pride in our right. community at right. least. No one's going. Yeah, I'm doing this because everyone. I want everybody to see how good I am. No, they're up there uh, because they raised their hand, and now it's like I want to. I want to help people. I want to show them what I've learned. I want to show them something I've done that I think can help them. And that's what's so cool about our conference is like a lot of conferences you could go to, and it really is a pride thing. It's like, well, I'm going to show them how good I am, and and they they can't sleep because you know they're on the edge of the diving board. It's time to jump. Yep. Yeah. So definitely evaluate where you are right now. What are you doing in the rest of this year, right? December is not that far away. How are you going to make a step to be someone in a growth pattern by the end of the year Yeah. compared to where you are now? And it might even be, maybe you're thinking, I'm not going to RX because I'm not even going to attend because I have to go alone. Mm. Like my, there's no two people here at my church who would even make sense to send or we can't afford to send. Like, I, I feel like they might be able to send one person, but they're not going to send two, so then I'm not going to go. Because that would that would be like, sure. you know, a little nerve-wracking not to know anybody and to try, well, how am I going to make connections? Am I going to be, like, sitting by myself? At, and, I, and I'll tell you right now, that's not going to happen. Like, mm -mm. You, you'll have to push a, a teeny bit. But I just, hey, okay, so with you guys? And they're going to be like, oh, heck yeah. And you're going to have so many friendships. I know so many people who have come by themselves and left. Like, last year, there was somebody who came by themselves, and they were like the princess of the party like by the time at the end they were like 
And it was so cool. Like they had met so many people. Everybody had met them. And I'm not sure they were specifically that outgoing either. Right. But and I think she even talked about that. She said, I I'm pushing myself. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um I'm pushing myself to just grow and to get on the log. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say too, maybe you're sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I probably could go to RX, but uh, there's no way I'm going by myself, like and putting myself through that. Here yeah. here it is. God's yeah, calling you. You're you're robbing from yourself for sure. You're yep. gonna miss out. It's so great. And you're robbing from the community because I don't know how long you've been on rock, but you have something to offer. You that's have something right. of value, and maybe you're not presenting. Okay, so that that makes sense. But it's okay. maybe next year. But this year, you you're robbing yourself, but you're robbing us too <laughs> of your presence and 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 your unique and uh, insights and, Very true. and ministry. Great point. Every church is different, and some people may not be attending because they've never been granted the budget. And so the first time something important comes up, sometimes you have to go advocate for why there's value there. So it might mean that you have to go one or two levels up and make a pitch for why this would be valuable to the organization. And that seems a little daunting, right? That's not Mm -hmm. something that you've done, or maybe you're not sure that anyone in your position at the organization has done something like that. Um, But that's a great growth moment as well. If you can step out there, do it, demonstrate the value, and then come back with some valuable things um, that you can make suggestions to leadership. Like, that would be incredible. Yeah. I don't know a leadership team that would be like, oh, suggestions for improvement? Like, I don't... It, and you should definitely build a list. And then, you know, even if it's not in front of your leadership, the next be- meeting with your boss, your your supervisor, bring that list and say, hey, I think these are things we should we should jump on. Yes, and, and think strategically. It's good point. It's only a month and uh, I, I know this because it's on my clock, like uh, eighteen days. And you might go, "There's no way I'm going to get this approved." Still, take it to your leadership because you want to get that no now, yep. so that next year it's like, okay, well, how about next year? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. And so this year, no, we can't do it. But can I get it next year? Mm-hmm. Or can we buy the subscription if there is one? Oh yeah, there will be. Yes, but I do want to point out there has been a little confusion. Last uh, two years ago, we did a virtual conference. Mm. Last year, we had to do a hybrid because there was still some weird stuff going on. This year, it is a live conference. There is not a virtual like live broadcast oh, option. Right. So we did find out there was a little confusion about that. If you thought you were waiting for a live broadcast option, uh, it's not coming. So a content subscription is great, but that doesn't replace the attendance at the yeah. conference. In I fact, mean, there are so many breakouts. You can't, you can't cover all the content. So it's best to attend and then get a subscription. You don't get to the back community. You don't no. get the relationships. It's a, no, it's not third. the same thing at you're all. You're getting like a third. If of the, the value if. of RX is a hundred, you're going to get like five yeah. units of, of benefit. But but going back to that strategy, push hard, try for the yes. Uh huh. But in some organizations, there's going to be a no before there's a yes. So get your no That's in true. right now. Yes. So that you're like, okay, but how about next year? Yeah, okay, yeah, ne- next year is good. So now you got your yes. So get rid of your no, but you might you might be surprised. They might actually say yes. That's right. And don't take a no for a, as a forever no, right? Right. Um, so well, I would say follow up with like immediately, well, can I go next year then? Right. And if they say maybe like, well, you know what? Like I re- this is really important to us. I'm passionate about that. Can we not say maybe? Can we, can we just say, can we make our decision now for next year? Yeah. And I mean, don't be pokey, but do stand up. Mm-hmm. And that's the shaking on the board, maybe. It is. And don't make the assumption that just because it's never been done before, it never will be. And don't do it through email. <laughs> no. <laughs> True. I mean, that's the easy, that's the easy path. That's, that's, that's right. an easy way to get your nose. Yeah. Just put together two slides and print them out and then catch them. Even if you have to like go, what time of, when do they leave to go home and, and walk to the car with them? I've had to do that occasionally. Like, okay, well, I know what time they leave. I'm going to keep my eye out and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my elevator pitch. It's really like for the elevator because they're busy too, you know? So there's a little bit about capacity. Yep. Well, thanks. Those are some really great thoughts and it's true. It has to be intentional. The cool thing about the rock community is there are a lot of people who have made the that intentional decision to to increase their capacity and to try out new aspects of leadership or to try things they were concerned about. So you're in great company in the community and um, and it's incredible to be a part of something that has a, a desire for growth and for learning. And mm-hmm. no better place to demonstrate that than at RX. So I know we've probably covered it sufficiently here, but there are 
uh, over 400 attendees coming so far. That's We're seeing registrations just coming in constantly. We're in sort of that last phase. And I will tell you, if you're still thinking, let's get in there, do it now because we're having to lock in headcounts and orders on things. Mm-hmm. So help us out. Don't delay. Vacation's over. You know, fall kickoff is here. Let's just get back in the swing of things and get that in. We have quite a few new sponsors that are just coming in. We're getting all the exciting stuff lined up. And if you happen to talk to one of us here, um, between now and the actual conference, if we look a little glazed over, uh, just know we're we're neck deep in conference details, and it's really exciting. And so, you know, recently the conference price did go up, right? It did. Went from what to what? Oh, I'm not, I have a pop quiz. I think it went from six ninety nine to seven forty nine. Okay, I'm just gonna make a call right now. Yeah. So if you use the discount code capacity. We'll we'll take fifty percent off. Only fifty percent. I'm sorry, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars off. <laughs> off. Just quick clarification. One hundred percent off. No, fifty dollars. But only use it integrity. Yeah. A, a character. Only use it if you were. If this is the capacity thing for you. If this is the yeah. thing, like, hey, I'm going to challenge myself because now, not only that, we're going to help you with that, but you can take that to your leadership and say, hey, I can get a fifty percent. Yeah, uh, fifty dollars. Dollar. Disc- I can get a discount. Don't tell them how big it is. I can get a discount. Right. But it's time-based right so capacity is the discount code expires in two weeks one week two weeks sounds good to me two weeks from publishing so from publication of this yeah. podcast All right. so sorry that was a little awkward but it just came to me right now that so now do you don't that. have an excuse of well we just missed the deadline right, right. the other deadline yep <clears throat> step out in faith um come join us see what you would have missed otherwise it's a lot you cannot get this experience by just subscribing to content and, and if you're a capacity person come and talk to john me or emily oh i'm going to be looking in rock for the capacity oh for sure code. yeah that's for sure <laughs> that's a metric i want because we like. want to meet you we yeah, want to help exactly. connect people with people like it is the absolute best part of the conference is the connections yep. and we're all about helping with that and if you see someone jumping off the 30 meter platform they jumped and had the same fears at, at the smaller platforms too. So That's like true. no one's different. And anybody who has like, who pretends not to is fake. That's true. Maybe G- I'm sure Jesus could have jumped off the 30 meter platform like as a um, two week old, but <laughs> the rest of us, everybody else. And realize to. they're probably nervous even if they're really good at not showing it. So right. tell them good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so. We also have the best practices workshop pre-day, which is filling right up too. So lots of cool things. We have a kickoff party the night before. Don't miss it. We have a lot of great connections. There are a couple other things you might want to make note of that are coming up here soon. We have um, a masterclass the week before the conference. So you can do your travel one time um, and stay from the masterclass through the conference. So if that's going to be beneficial to you, check that out. We have just a few seats left. Uh, left, so you'd want to grab those pretty soon. That's coming up um, September 6th through 9th, again, right before the conference. And then we have Rock 100 and SQL classes both coming up in October that have seats available. So the the 100 series class is a 101, 102, two-week, kind of more of a, a minimal requirements class. So you're not going to spend all day getting beaten with a, a fire hose of information. You're going to get more of a survey level view with some curated videos, some Q&A and a test rock instance. Great option if you're exploring rock for the first time. You have new people on staff. You have ministry or leadership that kind of needs to understand what all rock can do without having to know the administration details. And then SQL for rock, of course, um, is that that next level of really understanding the data structure and how to access it. So think about which of these things is your next capacity step and make sure you get that uh, signed up for soon um, because there's plenty of room for growth in this community. All right. It was a long one. That Sorry. was a long one. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's great though. That's three commutes to work instead of just <laughs> the usual two and a, one and a half. Yes. I feel like we should talk for another you know 50 seconds so we hit the... One uh, one hour mark. Are we going to hit the one hour mark in 50 seconds? I think that might be our longest. I think. Well, it was no, a we, good discussion. Yeah, because we, don't, we don't need to delay. No, but the what we've done is kind of built on this understanding of my current capacity is not my future limit. And so what am I going to do? Because the mission's important to get from here to there. So sharing that is also important to and us. This might be that milestone that you look back at 
in your life too, 10 years from now and you say, wow, that, that was the day yeah. when I made that decision to kind of push myself and it changed everything because it will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for a, an extra long time uh, for this podcast session here today. We look forward so much to seeing you at RX. We know you're going to be there. So go get that request in and we'll see you there soon. This episode of RockCast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.